Smooth, silky goodness. Their toasted tobacco flavor is good for you. Straight from the tobacco fields of Virginia. There we go. I, I was worried that we were going to be a little low energy, but we got it together. Sure we did. Got it ripping and roaring. Oh boy, the energy. Jumping and a-jiving and reeling and a-rocking. James, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm fucking feeling human today. How about you? Um, yes. Most days, actually. Ah. Uh. Some days I feel more human than human. Uh, and sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes oh. I don't. Oh, so, oh, sometimes you don't, you say. Yeah. <laughs> Man, wise words. Thank you. Wise, wise words. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm impressed. Wow, we both have our <laughs> newscaster voices on today. I'm trying to bring the energy up, because if not, we're going to fucking plummet right into the side of the mountain. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to turn my head, take a puff off the smoke, and you're going to... Introduce this and surprise the shit out of me like you always goddamn do. No, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> I've never once done that to you. How dare you? Go fuck yourself. And it's it is kind of worrisome though, because like we could get real loose because we're not sitting out in the garage. We're in the warmth today. I know it's freaking me out. I know, and it might give way to us babbling mm. on and on and on and mm-hmm. on as we are want to do. I know you're waiting for it. I know. How dare you? I can't not wait I, for it. I, you're trying to bait it now, and I don't. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I am a god. Don't you fucking stop the pantomiming. This is an audio medium. Hey, everybody, welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about <laughs> horror movies so you don't have Fuck to. Fuck you! You still did it. My name is Eat Chris a Fett, bowl. and I am one of your hosts. And I am James Marino, and I am the other one of your hosts. And this week. Uh, we're ending the year on a... High note. On a high note. Mm. I think this will be the last one of the year, unless we pull something else out of our bungholes. Oh, I don't see that happening. No, probably not. Mm-mm. Those bungholes are empty. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Big old cavernous bungholes. Mm-mm. Cavernous bunghole. Anyway, we are talking about... Uh, it's listed as 2021. Shutter has it of 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it did like the festival rounds. Probably. The year before. Either way, we are doing our first animated feature. Uh-huh. Uh, Spine of the Night. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by a team of Philip Gellat and Morgan Galen King. Oh, boy. Quite a cast, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got Richard E. Grant. Yes. Withnell. Mm-hmm. And uh, Redfern from Warlock. Oh, Jesus, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Richard E. Grant as the Guardian, uh, the timeless Lucy Lawless as Zod, Patton Oswalt mm-hmm. as Lord Perantin, and then uh, just list off a few others, uh, Better, Betty Gabriel, uh, she was in a Purge election year, mm-hmm. the best Purge. Joe Manganiello? Yep, uh, Larry Fessenden was in there. Yes, I was excited. That, that made me excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrick Breen, uh, or uh, Qualic from Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, oh. I, uh, I was kind of nervous going in because I was looking for movies. I wanted to do something from this year to mm-hmm. end out the year. Just something, you know, that happened recently. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through, and there was a lot of good choices. And I saw this and went, you know what? For the last one of the year, let's kind of expand our boundaries, and let's go in a direction that we never would, just out of the blue. Right. So, James, my question to you, how did our shrewd gambit pay off? How did you like Spine of the Night? Let me preface this by saying I had high motherfucking hopes for this movie was animated i thought oh this is cool i saw the cast larry fessenden i fucking got all the earmarks of shit that i know i like yeah in the description yeah hell yeah just the description for this film is fantastic and then i watched it and i was disappointed yeah yeah highly yeah disappointed um there's a lot of elements of this that I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parts that I thought were super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. They're, like, I enjoyed a good portion of this movie. Yes. But I think the... 
bad and the things that bothered me really dragged it down for me. Like, mm-hmm. to a level where, like, man, it's really disappointing that it was like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there were so many cool elements and I was in. Again, there was a lot of things that I liked about it. When I first, like you said, when I, my first thought is, oh, yeah, an yeah. extended heavy metal yeah, in the movie. Fir- yeah, in the first, yeah. Because like it hit me right. seconds, you go, oh, it's heavy metal. And well, it also, to me, it was Backsheep from the fucking Hobbit Lord of the Rings one, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Fritz the Cat fucking A, let's do this. Yeah. No. It, it, if there's not any change, if there's not any, if it's an interstitial, it's fine. If it's a part of the movie, it's fine. If they go from one style to another, to delineate different ages or do something to make that cool because it's not the whole thing. That's what my irritation was because rotoscope only goes so far. That's why they, I guarantee you that's why they kept the, a lot of the rotoscope parts to 10-minute segments and then went to animated. Then mm-hmm. they went to whatever to give you a little bit of break. Yep. And they didn't give me a fucking break in this movie. The thing that bothered me the most, and it's something that I didn't think would, like at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but it continued, is all of the violence is at an amazingly slow pace. Mm -hmm. I'm usually not one to let things, like little stuff like that, ruin my enjoyment, Mm -hmm. but it it killed all of the action for me. Hmm. And it made it very boring. When somebody is moving what looks like half speed and then cuts somebody in like in half, like bisects them. Yeah. It it shouldn't be moving that slowly. Right. And I I couldn't not notice it because this movie is so hyper violent in places mm-hmm. that it really stands out and it really detracted from my enjoyment of this film. And I can't say enough how much it bothered me just to look at. Because all the other animations seem mm-hmm. to be fine, but making it that hyper violent and putting your violence at that speed, where it literally almost looks like slow motion, mm-hmm. it it was so distracting to me that it made me bored. I think I might have an idea why that happened, though. Because the original rotoscope stuff, you'd lose the action if it was going any faster. You wouldn't really see it because of the the sloppiness of the animation. So that's how they originally did it. Now this is an homage to the past. They've got the CGI. They've got the ability to tighten it up enough to see it at three-quarter speed, let's say. Mm-hmm. They chose to go with the old model and as an homage to the old stuff. So it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you because I grew up on the old rotoscope. So to me, I got to see the entire, you know, the visceral, the, you know, the slow blood spatter as the spear went through. You know, so to me, that was more of a, like a, a more of a montage than an animation for me. So my brain went to it. It was okay. But if you're not used to seeing rotoscope from the old shit, you're not going to see that, yep. that tip am, of the hat. And I am not a, like a <clears throat> huge animation person. I don't mm-hmm. particularly care for, you know, a lot of animated TV even. Like The Simpsons is great, but mm-hmm. I mean... I'm not huge into animation, and I really wanted this to turn me around on it. Mm-hmm. But just looking at it like that, it was so distracting to me that I would zone out when I was when it was supposed to be the cool, like hyper violent scenes. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, oh, he uh, he slowly cut off his arm, did he? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but. I think we should actually just talk about kind of what this movie is about. Yeah, because it would make more sense because this is a brand new movie. It's not like a lot of movies we've done have been out for a while. And we don't usually have to say much about them because if you haven't seen them, probably should. Yeah, and uh, classified as, but I will go as far as to say not really a horror film. No, I thought it was... I I remember I was going to say, I saw... I know animated horror, like the unnatural horror. the, The best thing about animation is you should be able to do things that you wouldn't be able to do on screen to have like larger scenes, larger fights, things that you wouldn't see in a normal horror movie. And, and I saw something like Eldritch Horror. It was my wife watches anime. I don't know what she was watching, but I turned around and I saw this like like octagon squid mass with eight beaks and shit. And I'm freaking the fuck out. I just look up and I see this goddamn thing and I'm like, "Okay. Eldritch Horror can be done. Like Cthulhu shit so the unknown, unseen terror 
can be done because it freaked me the fuck out. They chose not to go that route. I was like, I, that's one of the things I was excited about. I'm like, I saw this. This is going to be the shit. Oh, anyway, let's get back to the synopsis. So uh, uh, the uh, warrior queen of the swamp, Zod, mm. yes. is... Uh, Zod. Zod is traveling up the mountain to find the Guardian, mm-hmm. who guards a flower called the Bloom, mm-hmm. which we'll get into, but it's a special flower of the gods. Mm-hmm. And possession of the Bloom falls into the hands of a scholar who uses it to become a god king. Yeah. And is ultimately defeated. Again, we will talk about it. But that's it's a, like a fantasy epic, right? And they show different ages of the horrors happening while they're talking, which was I had to rewatch the beginning of the movie because at the end of the movie I was so fucking confused that I must have missed something, and I did. But the the beginning stuff was so clunky that it was really easy to miss. Mm-hmm. The language was clunky, everything, and, and I understand they were trying to do a period thing, but not everybody's there. Yeah. <laughs> kind of simplify it for the dumb folk yeah but i mean i don't really have a problem with the story like generally speaking when they get into little details i think is where it kind of falls apart Mm -hmm. um i i think maybe a little stronger storytelling was required for an epic like this again i'm not a fantastic writer so i don't do things like this well, you know what I will tell you this seems like to me as a gamer? And I know your eyes are going to gloss over for a minute. It's yep. okay. I'm going to go grab my coffee. <laughs> Chris is going to go check out for, the, <laughs> for a moment. It has rarely been done where any filmed... It's like some people want to play a and d epic, a campaign through, you know, th- that spans through like three sessions or four sessions, you know, and it, it finally ends. We should write a book about this. We should do something about this. I have very rarely in my life seen that work. So there's a lot of shit aimed towards gamers. A lot of this stuff says, hey, you know, you want to take your, you want to take your game gritty? Here it is. We're going to get gritty just for you. And I'm like, but there was no value to it. There was no nothing to it. The only thing I could say about this movie that would help me as a gamer is I don't often play, like, gritty games. My games tend towards more Scooby-Doo and, you know, knuckle, Fun. yeah, knucklehead shit. But occasionally I have a game gamer group that's really gritty and they want to cleave and whatever. So I'll have everybody watch the same movie. So when I make a description, remember the part where he cleaved him right in half in the second act? Yeah, that's what you just did. Badass. You know what I mean? It was, and it was great for that, but it, it just it didn't quite hit the itch. You know, I was like, ooh, no, you mm, you could have no, you could have done that. Oh Jesus. Well, I guess I would like to start I I start we're <laughs> eleven minutes in, but uh with things that we did like about it, because I think there is a lot to like. Oh yeah. There is a lot to enjoy. I thought all the stuff with the Guardian Mm-hmm. With with like his past and whatever, I thought that was super fucking cool. I liked that because what we needed a we needed a good backstory for the Guardian. We needed to know what was up with that. Yeah, um, it, as awful as he was, I think the uh, the conqueror or whatever that comes and gets Zod out of the uh, uh, swamp. Mm-hmm. The I think that character is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Was, was he the eunuch? I for eunuch warlord. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah, believe yeah. that's who takes over. But yeah, he's just this absolute monster of a mm-hmm. human being Jesus that you Christ. would absolutely expect in, I guess, that time period. Since this is a made-up land, but uh-huh. the time period that they're going for, and yeah. And he, she says, "Why did you bring me here?" He says, I didn't bring you here to work. I brought you here to die. <laughs> yep. Welcome to civilization, mm-hmm. where the meek toil and the only scent on the air is human shit. Oh, Jesus, I forgot like, about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people were real gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. H- hygiene was not their first priority. No, but like I think that's a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I I mean, Gal Sur, just in general, is yeah. an interesting character. Look, they were, I like the... Usually I complain about things that aren't inhabited. This was inhabited, but it didn't let me in on the inhabitation. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
it didn't give me, you know, it didn't give me clues as to more about this world. I needed to know a little bit something more about it. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens outside these badlands? What happens away from the spine? Is it the entire world? What, what, what's going on? How far have they gotten in this period of time? Those are important things to know. It would strengthen the ending. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are a lot of things they could have done to strengthen the ending. But, no, the, you know, game-wise, it was tight. And I love the fact that they went through different ages. You know, they could have just went through one timeline. No, they went from this timeline to that timeline and went back to the other one. So that held my interest. And again, I, I think this movie could have done, if they would have not rotoscoped the whole thing or tightened it up in some way. And it's one of the few times that I've said it. It could have used like 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, it could have. It could have really used a little bit more time. It didn't need to be 90 minutes. I, I could have used a little bit more of the story because I was kind of into the story yeah. until, until I wasn't, until I had no idea what was going on. It is really easy to lose. And all of a sudden game. there's Birdman. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Who the fuck are these guys? Uh-huh. But uh, I really, actually, I really, really enjoy the part with uh, the Dawn of Humans. Mm-hmm. I that was the one time when I thought their animation style really really like hit a chord with me. I thought it was perfect for what they were trying to depict in all of that, and it was fantastically done because it's the story about uh, essentially the creation myth. Right. The the world was created by a god who was beheaded in a cosmic fight, mm-hmm. and his head became the world, and his was it his dreams became his sons who walked the earth yes 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 and their dreams would manifest on earth and one of them dreamt up humans Mm -hmm. and they turned out to be like negligent and cruel gods so the humans rebelled and like yeah dude it was so fucking cool like watching essentially primitive man in just a complete maniac frenzy beheading and stabbing these gods yes it was really fucking good and their animation style to do the humans just in essentially black shading yeah perfect for that well the only well one of the negatives i had and you mentioned the bird mask thing i swear to god it was the only thing to get the whole steampunk community in on it you know they're like mm. yeah that seemed real tacked on that was like mm. real inconsistent well that's uh let's give them a little something you know you know they occasionally need not but that was fucking over they popped you in the face with that fucker also, and <laughs> this is nitpicky, mm-hmm. but it's funny. Well, the steampunk reference was the uh, that giant stone throne that the uh, slaves carry Galsuer on around. Uh-huh. That's the least effective mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. For one effective reason is people can't hold that up twenty four hours a day. Like it's not physically possible. You can't set that down. Nope. You can't get the leverage to get back under it to pick it back up. Nope. They just got, apparently they just got to switch people out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> that, was, that was the one thing I was watching. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Over one. Next. Over one. Next. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as soon as it got to the steampunk part, from about there on is where it really lost me. Like, I really kind of lost interest because, like, all right, well, who are these three chuckle fucks who apparently know how to just get to gal sort? Well, yeah. this is dumb. Yeah. This happened because the screenwriter needed it too. Deus a machina. An actual actual flying ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> As a plot device. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They can go fuck themselves. Alright, so here's my question. Okay. What is the bloom? Because its powers are never like clearly defined. That's one thing that really bothered me about this. Is it's the, everything and nothing. The Bloom's power is whatever the writer needs it to be. Mm-hmm. Because it does not make you like indestructible. No. Unless, uh, unless you need to be indestructible. <laughs> it, it doesn't make you like invisible or impervious to any. Oh, unless like we we need it to make you impervious to okay. stuff. What do we need next? Um. Oh well, it can uh, make up whatever you can dream of. Well, okay. Why didn't you tell me that from Jump? Yeah, well, then he should just be omnipotent and know that, like, one of his ships got hijacked. And what the fuck? (laughs) I I don't get exactly what the Bloom's power is. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, also, how did Zod get that entire, like, wreath of Bloom's? When there was only the 
one bloom. Yep. Yeah, that's never clear. How did she get that? Why didn't she go mad with, uh, like, cosmic visions? I mean, not even evil, like nothing. Because the Guardian explains that the first time he held it and breathed its scent, he knew that mankind could not have this. Mm-hmm. Yet she's walking around with a whole fucking... Big old feather boa form. Yep. And using them at her discretion. Mm-hmm. So. She climbed up that entire mountain in the snow, butt-ass naked. But it only had one of the bloom flowers on her. Mm-hmm. So it was powerful <laughs> enough to do that. Yep. But... Why don't she just chomp them all the way down to fucking castle, cap old boy, and chomp them all the way to fuck home? Yeah, because that would have been like a three-minute movie. <laughs> okay. It, it, but also, like, how it was... Before Galsur turns into, like, the the demon, mm-hmm. he's just the scholar who gets locked up with her. Mm-hmm. And he was able to stab her and mm-hmm. take the thing. Yeah. But she had the thing. Shouldn't happen. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. What is the blue... Like, that's what really bothers me is that its powers are never defined. Mm-hmm. Like, whatsoever. It, it has both too much detail and not enough specificity. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't care about the third Earl of fucking it's, Puddle Bottom. Yeah, Tell me more about the goddamn bloom. It's kind of like just saying, we should lower taxes. Well, how? We should lower taxes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I have some questions about this fucking bloom and uh, why this woman had it and was not just absolutely mad with power. Right. And she was sharing it with that entire village, so they shouldn't have been slaughtered when... uh... Right, they should have just been, hey, fuck you. Yep. Excuse me while I shank you. Yeah, so, I mean, the inciting incident in this film doesn't make any sense. Right. Again, unless the bloom caused it to happen by cosmic omnipotence. So it wanted... It wanted it's, blood and chaos yeah, to fuel maybe, it more. Maybe. I, I, I had to make some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those movies where I had to make it up just to get through it. Because I literally sat through the entire thing. Because here's what I noticed. It has the simplicity of like a children's animated film. Mm-hmm. It's just hyper-violent. Yeah. And it could have done you, so much more you, with you it. You G-rated up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this is just a like a... Not Disney animated film. Like one of the ones, like Fern Gully or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not a Disney. <laughs> the Land Before Time. Yeah, yeah. It's a real Land Before Time mm-hmm. if you take out the hyper-violence. Yep. It's a fantastical journey. Yeah, it, it makes about as much sense as a children's story needs to make. Mm-hmm. But when you are making a hyper-violent, adult-themed story like this, mm-hmm. I need you to tighten it up a little bit more, yeah. homie. <laughs> <laughs> tighten it up or make it longer so I can get it. Yep. So that was, uh, and then I'm trying to figure out though, is the reason that Zod didn't go absolutely nuts? Was she just a god? The only thing I, what I, what I okayed it with me in the head is she was the shaman. She has powers and through her powers, she kept the, the village safe and her safe and then took some of her powers from the blossom, but didn't know the entire thing. That's what I was running with because I had to run with something. And that's the only thing that made sense to me why she didn't immediately go mad and why she became a guardian. Right, but she didn't become a guardian. She became a god. Her head floated off into space to go create a new planet. Right, but initially she became the guardian, didn't she? She went to the guardian. Wasn't that her duty to take over? I don't think so. I think she was just going to, like... I mean, because the moon okay, was yeah, dead, yeah. so it didn't need a guardian. That's right. My this It, it takes me a minute, because this movie was complicated... For no reason. Yep. No reason. But not, mystical but quality. Not competently complicated. Right. So it, was she a god all along? Because, only, from my understanding, as the film explained, if a god's head is cut <laughs> off, it is released into space to go create a new planet. All I could think of is all the thing was Earth Mother vibes, if you know anything about, like, you know, the stones, like Shalina Gig, any of that kind of stuff. All the fertility goddesses and the way the way she was animated, etc. Lent itself to Mother Earth. And, you know, the decimation people caused with violence on Mother Earth caused her to go off and start over again. Mm-hmm. And that's the only through line I can make any sense of the movie. And then my other problem is 
those tomes. Because I want to talk about the uh, uh, the council or the the scholars. Yes, I was the trying scholars to... Scholars of Asher. Yeah, because here, here's the thing. A lot of times when my games get to... You're going to the library of Kankakee and you have to find the mystic tomes of Evanston. Let's go. You know, I fucking click out because I'm not going to catch any of that shit, even if I watch it. And I watched it twice. and I. <laughs> but this is one of the parts that I actually thought was pretty cool. It might have been. <laughs> oh, um, so they show up and uh, the lady has uh, found the tomes beneath. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Beneath, presumably underneath the uh, skull where the bloom is, right? Yes. It's the ones with the, fi- they look like... Um, they have like the tabards on and they're in the courtyard. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. I was thinking of a different part, but yes. Yeah, so it's just explained that they found those who wrote them. Um, it's never explained that like the guardians of the past, I don't think anyway, they said that like the guardians of the past wrote these. And there certainly wouldn't be like incantations in it if it was guardians. Because they keep all that shit secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this because that was the part where old boy went fucking crazy. You know, fucking oh, yeah, yeah. scissor we'll, fingers. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, well, where did they find these tomes? Because Galsor doesn't really have powers until they find those tomes. Right. And, well, yeah. I, I, because mm. he's chained to the floor. Right, right, right. God damn. Just the existence of those tomes doesn't make sense. You see, and that's why I'm glad I can gloss over things and patch other shit together, because, oh, I missed a lot of that. But it is a really cool fucking part. It's one of the parts of the movie that I really enjoy. Oh, that was the, uh, badass. the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Man, after uh, he brings uh, Gelsor the tomes and uh, Gelsor says, we need blood. Mm-hmm. And then basically possesses the entire village. Yes. To go fight uh, the scholars. Yeah. And, and that part's badass. I w- again, it was distracting because the action is at like half speed. It or- uh, didn't fuck with me. And all I could think of was the battles of the Knights Templar. I was like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Got me some paladins kicking some ass. Yep. And so a shitload of people are killed and the uh, counselor runs back in and tells him like, the blood you need, it runs in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Gelsor is, like, makes a blood orchid uh-huh. with himself as like the pistol or the stamen. I forget which I part fucking which. know. But yeah, it fucking rules. And the Inquisitor comes out with those two long like reading fingers that he's yeah. got. Yeah, oh, that was badass. Slashes that dude's face like in three. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Man, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of rad-ass parts about this movie. Mm-hmm. But that ends kind of confusingly. Because it doesn't really make sense. So the Inquisitor was supposed to have killed Galsor. I couldn't tell. Because he was laying in a pool of blood in that room. Right. But I didn't know if Galsor had produced that from his own because he got some power or what was happening. Yeah, I, my assumption is that the Inquisitor tried to kill him mm-hmm. and then absorbed all this power. Could be, could be. And he was fucking with the lady on the roof. Yep. Which was, eh, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But then Galsor wakes up and a giant eye forms in the sky and lights the Inquisitor on fire in the blue flame. Sauron. Yeah. It was uh, like, oh, that, that's what that's what you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, you got to throw something out to the uh, rabid gamers. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> like the eye in the stomach. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. All this is fine. Mm-hmm. And then it just ends. Yeah. On to the next era. Mm-hmm. Or on to the next interstitial with uh, <laughs> Zod cuddling strangely with the Guardian. I... Every time they cut back, they're laying in a way that like, they just fuck. I think they were just trying to keep warm on the mountaintop. No, because, like, the Guardian's laying on his back, and she's laying with, like, his head in her tummy, like they're making a weird tea. And she's, like, snuggling this, like, 2,000-year-old Guardian. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck is happening here? I don't know. Anyway. (sighs) Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I'm sorry, but I couldn't even, like, recommend this to my gamer buddies. It just... No, I know, but they're... So, the way that Galsor is defeated, also, really irritates me. 
Because he is sitting in his fucking shrine mm-hmm. in front of that lake of blood, like in that right, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, island seat, mm-hmm. and the uh, the birdmen hijack his airship mm-hmm. and just nine eleven it right into his the in, oh, into yeah. his compound. Yep, and he does the uh, hands up doing the magic power to stop this airship from mm-hmm. uh, flying into his building. He's doing a force push. Yeah, he, he sure is doing the force push. So, here's my problem. I don't know how much you love Star Wars, Chris. Here's my problem. Oh, do tell. He is a god king. Mm-hmm. He has been alive for presumably hundreds of years mm-hmm. and has magic powers. Right. Those powers don't extend to just being able to get that fucking airship just out of his roof. Done everything the fuck else, and pretty much if you got that... <laughs> You, you got a whole fucking list of wishes there. Yeah. And a wreath of bloom mm-hmm. around you. You should have been able to accomplish this. Be gone, airship. Let yeah. me have another one. It's not gone yet? Oh, let me two more. Be gone, airship. Yeah, and he's got the, uh, like, columns that he's, like, growing them hydroponically. Mm-hmm. So, the airship crashes in. He can't stop it because one of the birdmen miraculously survives... This crash while uh-huh. while they're on fire, right? Like stabs him in the shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes down. Airship crashes, breaks through all the things with the bloom in it. Bloom oh, yeah, runs yeah. into the river. Mm-hmm. That's where Zod is reanimated. Mm-hmm. So now we're back to the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Okay, James, that's lazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Kneel before Zod. How are we going to bring Zod back? I don't know. Like, what if the bloom gets in the river? What if it was all a dream or one cycle where it goes back and forth the entire time? Wouldn't that be a mind fuck? No, but it just shows the magic go down the river and it brings her back to life. I know. At that point, she had been presumably dead for hundreds of years, correct? Uh huh. So Zod should have just been a living skeleton, right? Uh-huh. He'd be all emaciated kinda, and zombie-like. Kind of like the Guardian. Looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James. Jeez. James, this movie doesn't make any sense. No. So, the big showdown. Mm. Galsur. Mm-hmm. Spies the uh, hill where the last bloom flower is. Oh, yes. After the airship has crashed into him. hmm And he's looking around confused because he no longer has powers. I guess. That's what's insinuated, right? Right, right. Okay. So he starts going up the mountain and encounters Zod and the current Guardian and all the Guardians of past Aeons. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes? Um, You're with me still? That's what happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How does he still have powers? I don't know. I don't know three quarters of this goddamn movie, and I tried. Did, I tried like a motherfucker. Didn't they show him lose his power, and then all of a sudden he's got the like blue eyes again? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody duck wide. Plot twist. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I. That's why I tuned out. I mean, I really tried hard to pay attention to this movie, and it's got everything I fucking want in a movie. It's got gaming shit. It's got. Rotoscope, it's got people gaming it, all this kind of shit. <clears throat> and I, I'm just disappointed, man. Just disappointed. Like I said, it it needs about 20 minutes to kind of like patch up some of this shit. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff where you go, well, why the fuck is that happening? Mm-hmm. That doesn't and, make any sense. And if you're going to give me something inhabited, inhabited on purpose and bring me into the inhabitation, draw me in slowly, draw me in however you want, but... Just give me enough clue as enough context because the world might be familiar to you, but you're teaching it to me while I watch the movie. You can't be ham-handed. With something with that many differing plots, you really have to make it accessible. I want to, part of me watching movies is I want to inhabit that world with you. I want to be part of what's going on. You know, that's how the only way I can watch movies is make myself part of it. And you didn't invite me. You were kind of let me in the house and then shut the door. And I sat at the kitchen table and nobody come and talk to me. You know? Yeah, because there's not even like a hero's journey like there would be in an epic. Right. There's no central character, which I guess is fine. I guess it's Galsur. Yeah, but you... you the even, evil wizard that we barely see. Even episodic, yeah. It just didn't... It didn't gel, man. It just didn't gel. Ugh. 
Yeah, and I wanted to like it so much more. Me too. Because, like, I really wanted it to change my mind on watching, like, opening my mind to, like, something new. Was there a soundtrack to this? I don't know, maybe. I don't remember any incidentals, any anything, and maybe that would have helped the movie. I don't know. You know, a little sweeping horns and some shit. You know what would have really helped the movie? Hmm. Not being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to dumb it right down. No, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. I was trying to be civil. Yeah. I was trying real fucking hard. So, like, I mean, I get it. They got it made. Good on them. Mm-hmm. If people like it, good on you. I'm Hell glad yeah. you like it. But, man, there was so much that didn't land for me that it just, man, keep your story together. If you're telling me this long, episodic thing about this evil power ruling the world, mm-hmm. and, yeah, its <clears throat> messaging was uh, very obvious mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, you know what corrupts people? Power. You know what? You know the blue might be a stand-in for like a you know like religion or something or, any, or anything you demonize. Yeah. yeah. You know power. It'll corrupt you. Yeah, yeah, man. I get it. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Ha ha. Yep. And which is, I guess, a fine story, but I mean, again, they made a hyper-violent children's movie. The logic in this movie is child, like childlike, mm-hmm. which might be fine when, because it's animation. Some people might look past it, but when I'm sitting down for a story mm-hmm. for an adult movie right. that I'm trying to watch, I expect it to be a little more coherent. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was like, it was um, either an inept GM, uh, you know, a guy who ran the game, or an inept writer to piece it together. Because it really smells like Somebody said, dude, this was the most fucking epic campaign we've ever run. No, we can't do D&D, but dude, let's get it close and let's hit the gamers, man, because this is going to be fucking epic. And then just fucking missed it, man. Just missed it. One of the other things that I kind of think was uh, in a few spots kind of a whiff, hmm. the voicing. Uh-huh. I, I just thought a few of the characters did not fit with the voices that they had. Like, I love me some Patton Oswalt. Yeah. I did not think he was uh, fitting for the, the Prince character. Like, for yeah. some reason, it didn't it didn't hit for me. Like, oh, that's, that's weird. That's not what he should look like. Right, but we also have to go back to the old animation style from the original. Like, the OG Bakshi shit and the OG, you know, all the old, like, heavy metal rotoscope. Yeah. Um, I forgot my point. God damn it. What were you just talking about? The heavy metal rotoscope. How, uh, Patton Oswalt didn't really oh. fit. How some of the voice acting didn't really fit. If you fit listen to some of the voice acting on some of that, you'll hear like squeaky voiced heroes and like real manly sounded wussy characters. It, it really, it fits in with the style. If you go back to it, if you're not familiar with the style, that's a reference that missed. Now, one yeah, of, it was oh, very jarring to me. A lot of references hit with me, which kept me in the movie. You know, it kept hitting, hitting like little buttons occasionally. It kept me there. And then I'm sad that, you know, it didn't press the complete happy button because I was like, eh. Because what I would really have liked is maybe, again, make it a bit longer. Maybe cut one of the segments. Give us more character. Because I didn't feel like, I mean, obviously we talked about like there's no central character except for Galsor really. Make all the details matter. Like, yeah. if you're going to give me a bunch of details, make them fucking have a point. Give me more ideas about the kingdom. Like you said, about the powers of, you know, specific powers. Because I, I thrive on specificity. Yeah, and, like, I thought the the king or uh, the prince, Patton Oswalt's character, was going to come back in some significant way. Mm-hmm. N- no. He, huh. he just gets his face burned and, and, yeah. and, and then threatens them. Yeah. It was cool as fuck looking. Yeah. Yeah. They gave you the visuals. Mm-hmm. But it none of it seemed to like. I didn't know who those birdmen were. No, and it was again the only reason they existed is so they could throw some airships in there and some fucking goggles and some cool hats and shit. And yeah, about again, I think that's why plague I, masks. I think that's why I liked the uh, human uh, portion the best. Yeah, is because it was its own little like self-contained story and it gave you all the parts of what you needed there and you knew who like oh yeah these are the gods these are just a 
faceless creatures that are humans, except for the one, mm-hmm. and that's all we needed. But to not explain it all, who... Yeah, you know how we always complain about like pointless exposition? I would have given them a pass on pointless exposition if we'd had the first two bird masks tell us what they're about, where they're from, what era they're in, give us some context. Yes. And I would forgive it. I was like, I know it was clunky, but I needed to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to know something. I This cool looks cool as shit, especially if you like that aesthetic. But give me a reason for it. Yeah, because we're shown uh, that scene in the, like the Kingdom Hall when the uh, council's asking somebody, like, how many days before they breach our walls? And the lady's like, I don't know. And the general or whatever is like, two nights at the most. Mm-hmm. And then we never see them again. Right. Like, well, why why do we bother doing that? Why am I watching this? <laughs> yep. God damn it all. Ah. But, I mean, also, I, I, we've been kind of shitting on it. Some of the characters look fucking cool. Hell yeah. And there are, like, the Birdmen, like, they look cool. They got a lot of cool style. Style over substance sometimes, but style nonetheless. Yeah, when that Inquisitor came out. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, because uh, the lady uh, sage or whatever, uh, the bookkeepers. Yeah. The tell- paladin. Yeah, telling them, like, we'll give you books. We'll teach you how to grow food, how to fend for yourselves, right. blah, blah, blah. And the Inquisitor comes out and says, we will teach them nothing. And he's got that glowing, like, metallic-looking face. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, yeah. And then he just slaughters an entire herd of With people. With the fucking reading fingers. Like, God damn, there's so much to like about this. If they could... You cut out the steampunk element, it mm-hmm. makes your movie better tenfold. Extend mm-hmm. all the other parts. Because I wanted to know about the Guardian and the oh my Guardians God, yeah. of pa- the past. Yeah. Just because that little bit of, well, perhaps the Guardian was ready to give up. Perhaps the Bowman was too good with the bow. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Like, yeah, that's good. That's good myth-making. Keep yeah. doing that. Keep giving me shit like this. Yeah. Like, But that was about all we got of the Guardians. Yep. And, yeah, well, except uh, Guardians at the end. woo For like, what? Ten yeah, because there's like nine of them that come out and they're all like vaguely different. Mm-hmm. One of them doesn't have a head. Yep. Oh boy, oh boy. Swinging swords around. Mm-hmm. Like a madman. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It was like I was really let down. I think most of my distaste from this movie is I, I could see the movie it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could have just been better. I wish I was talented enough to fix it. You know what I mean? <laughs> To go back and fix someone else's work. No, that would... It took them seven years to do. No, no, no. I I just... If I could do that, and even if I fixed it just as a writing exercise, and I was good enough to make it good good in my own head, that would make... If I I did something myself, I know what not to hit and do it again. You know what I mean? I'd do a different version for me. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so many questions. Like, when you see Zod using the bloom, you're like, oh... Well, it can heal this guy. I don't know if it's just that she knows how to use it. Mm-hmm. Then Galsor's sitting in that fucking weird room chained to the floor like, yeah, man, just eat one of those petals, yank that ball out of the floor and crush that dude's head. I, you know, it just seems like what the bloom only allows you the powers that you have the knowledge to use. So if you've grown up healing or if you come up, that's your job to heal, to do things, that's your initial power. And as you get madder, it turns into more violent power. And if you get all the knowledge, then fuck yeah. Yeah, because those uh, two people after Galsor's army slaughter that village, mm-hmm. we get that very long sequence with the the two star-crossed lovers that find the bloom petal mm-hmm. and eat it. And they're just laying tripping dicks staring at the stars. Yep. And then they just get stabbed in the head. And they get the fuck stabbed out of them. And that that was it. Like, yeah. well, why did we watch? Who gives a shit? Yeah, but then again, that lends credence to my theory here. They didn't have much knowledge, so they just sat there and went, "Fuck yeah, look at all the colors." And then the the witch from the witch from the swamp had certain mystical powers to keep everything okay, and she used the bloom for that. But then the violent guys got that bloom, and everything got violenter. Mm-hmm. And then the, all the powers got violenter. Violenter? Yeah. More violent. Uh, mas violente. Firme. <laughs> I, I, did I do bad? That's okay. You did okay. 
No, I don't think I did. I think you're lying to me to make me feel better. And I don't appreciate it, James. I want you to be forthright with me and tell me that my Spanish no, it was, is terrible. Your Spanish usually is terrible. I've heard you mangle names in Spanish for a long time and have never volunteered to read them for you, God damn You them. did one time. I think you did a La Llorona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you just let me fucking stumble bum through yep. and then sit there and giggle like a fucking schoolgirl. Yep. You wild-haired maniac. Yeah, what little I got is sticking right the fuck up. Showing up at my house in your fucking camo waders. And a wizard mullet. And a wizard mullet. That is what that is. <laughs> it's called lazy. I'm not taking care of myself this month. Fuck it. Yeah, me either, man. Uh, yeah, at least you shaved. Yeah, I did shave because it was getting itchy. I got you. And I don't care for that. I got past the itch. <laughs> and now I'm just a suave, bearded motherfucker until next week when it irritates the shit out of me because shit's getting in my mustache. I'm, I'm really glad to see the ear hair back, though. Oh, That's, God, yeah. I mean, because without it, 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 you're very distracting to look at because you don't look like a, like a broken down Wolverine. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't look like a homeless Wolverine. Yeah. You do. You look like Wolverine went to Vietnam and then got back and d- things didn't go well for him. <laughs> Fucking night owl. Anyway. Hey, James. Yes. Would you recommend the spine of the night? Not really. Me either. Now, the only time I would do... I Actually, I have one caveat here. If I had a gaming group, like I said, if they wanted to run a gritty campaign, we'd all watch it so that I would have ways to describe what the fuck they were doing and why the fuck they didn't make it because axes hurt, you know? Yeah. You know? And make them wonder about uh, whacking the next villager, you know. I'd say, oh, that villager wasn't a villager. He's going <laughs> to, you fuck with the wrong dude. And you're going to leave him dead in a river and the balloon's going to come down. And mm-hmm. he'll be just fine after 300 years. And then yeah. he'll trek up a mountain naked to find a guy and lay with him weird. Mm-hmm. Just tell him what's going on. Oh, I guess he ain't got much else to do up there. <laughs> and I love that the Guardian's like, no, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> That is one of the parts that I thought was very funny. Like, it's not a plot hole or anything. The Guardian's just like, oh, shit, I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea any of that shit was going on out here. I was just guarding this flower patch. Yeah, just, just hanging out and doing my duty. Yeah, just waiting for people to come by. I've killed a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't come around. Nobody's been here in eons, Man. but uh, here I am just in case. Yeah. Ah, shit, there was a God King? Oh, like, like over there. Just, like, you could see it if I looked out this cave. Holy shit. Do tell. Yeah. Well, it's I'll like be, Roadhouse. Who knew? The bad guy's right over there. Well, I'll all be he damned. had to do was look out his cave. <laughs> See? It all comes back to Swayze. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Man, I watched Point Break the other day. Oh, fucking A. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who let you? Were you home alone? I was here alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to watch Swayze in my house, but you know. Yeah, well, you know, she might be afraid uh, she'll lose you to the Sways. <laughs> no, the Sways is dead. Oh, that's true. The memory of the Sways might just keep it going for you. Remember when he crashed an airplane? <laughs> Christ, yeah. Do you, do you know why he crashed that airplane? I have no idea. Nicotine poisoning. Holy shit. He was chain smoking in a, like a tiny cockpit and it oh. fucking poisoned him and he passed out. Good thing he wasn't vaping and shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, fucking nick holy shit how many although i will tell you i know a lot of dancers and every one of those motherfuckers smoke like a chimney fucking if you want to see people smoke just stand right outside of a dance studio we i i want to get back to this off mic we don't have time to do it right now but i really want to examine the phrase that you just said i know a lot of dancers (laughs) fucking i was in dance for eight years homie i was gonna say just answer me one question is why but yeah you did all right (laughs) That is a satisfactory answer for me. All right. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, me. Hey, you. T. Where where could people find us? On a horror vomit podcast at gmail.com, motherfucker. Hey, you got it. Two weeks in a row. I am so proud mm. of you. I, I'm embarrassed to say it. I fucking, <laughs> I said it five times on the way here in the car. I bet you did. I sure did. Uh, we can also be found on our Instagram page, a mm-hmm. Facebook group. Just look for Horror Vomit. We're around. And if you wouldn't mind giving us some fucking stars. Give us all the stars. Or five of them. That's as all. many as you can. Yeah. Or even one. Or write us a review. Yeah. Hey, we... I said I was going to look up that thing and I didn't do it again. Oh, crap. Next you week, were, I swear were... to God. No, you don't. 
I mean, you can promise things, but we're not going to deliver. I, I can look at the fuck up right now. No, no, we're not doing that. Okay. You're a deadbeat podcast host. Hell yeah. You don't give a shit about your listeners. I suck as Take a human being. Take some personal fucking responsibility, James. Okay, shut up. I was just feeling good about myself for a minute. All right. I, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> I don't either. This let's, goddamn movie uh, irritated me. Let's call it a night. I'm just seething with anger. Do you know how many times I watched this? Fucking, I hope not more than once. At least twice. Oh, Jesus. I tried... Do you know I, how many times I watched the beginning of this? Uh-huh. Every single day. And I fell asleep every time. I swear to God, I was going to watch another another 20, 30 minutes of it just to kind of get more of a gist of this. And I got through 20 minutes and I just fucking couldn't. I didn't couldn't. want to. I just couldn't. I was trying to find another tag, to, good tag to hang on this. I wanted something cool to happen that I missed. And I missed shit and I just didn't fucking care. You know what I did watch the other day, though, that is good? What's that? How long has it been since you've watched Road to Perdition? Christ, a long time. Fantastic film. Oh, I remember it was a damn good movie. Yeah, Tom Hanks is a fucking mob strong man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. <clears throat> Robin Banks with his little boy. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's funny, before that movie, when I, when I heard he was supposed to be a Starker, I'm like, no way. Fucking Tom fucking Hanks is uh-huh. an arm breaker. No way. Yeah. And I watched that movie, I'm like... Fuck me running. Yeah. Daniel Craig is just an unhinged maniac. Oh my God, that movie was good. I'm going to have to watch it again. Oh, and the Tooch. Stanley oh. Tucci. Oh, the Tooch. I watched the Tooch in any goddamn thing. Oh, the thing. Tooch is the best. If, when, when you have a, like a cheesy, shitty B movie that sucks, but the Tooch is in it, mm-hmm. just I will watch the Brings fuck out the of day. it. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing Carl Urban. Oh, hells yeah. It's Carl Urban and the Tooch. Oh, Jeez, man, that is the best like morning zoo crew. Oh, You're tuning into Ur- Urban and the Tooch. Ha ha ha! Man, I bet we could talk him into it. No, we couldn't. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna talk to us? Yeah, nobody. I even can't talk to my kids into sitting at the goddamn table to eat. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we're gonna talk international megastars, Carl Urban and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Into making us our own personal drive time zoo crew show. <laughs> yep. Good, I would, good luck, us. Hey, look, I got I got ten honest to god American dollars. If Carl Urban and the Tooch just make us a Carl Urban and the Tooch thirty second segment. No. No, I, I'll no. get. I will give you ten dollars in my own motherfucking pocket for it. Yep. I will. I will send you a box of. Uh, Butterfinger minis. Oh, and I'll I'll tag the ten in. Not not the uh, not the bag. That's a little rich for my blood. No, but I can, we'll we'll you put the, the amount that the would movie, be in the bag. The movie theater box. There you so, go. God damn, we have. I forgot to hit the button. We have been really Say rambling goodnight. here. Uh, good night, Gracie. Tee. Tee. You can see that's terrifying.